Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman alongside Steve Harmison looking back at day two in Rawalpindi. The first test of three between Pakistan and England and for the second day in a row, bat dominated ball. You're listening to following on. So if you're listening to the show, you no doubt know by now uh, England, uh, 506 for four overnight, lost Ben Stokes in the first over of play after smashing uh, Nassim Shah for a six first ball. He went for 41. Uh, Livingston hit a six as well, but he was dismissed for nine before Harry Brook um, uh, continued where he left off yesterday, really. Uh, sharing in a partnership with Will Jacks, uh, which was 37 runs, and Will Jacks didn't score a single of them. 27 Runs coming from one over as Harry Brook broke the record that he made yesterday. Uh, he was finally out for 153. Uh, Jax and Robinson uh, put on uh, another little partnership, both falling in the 30s. England surprising most of us by sending Jimmy Anderson out to bat. In the end, they were bowled out for uh, 657. Uh, the first innings in Test history where a uh, batting side averaged uh, a strike rate of more than a run a ball. Incredible. Coming from just 101 overs. Anyway, over to Pakistan to see what they could do. Who uh, And Pakistan, well, they could do pretty much the same. A little less uh, quickly. 17 without loss at, uh, at lunch. 108 without loss at tea. 181 without loss at stumps. Um, or Huck, 90 not out overnight. Shafiq, 89 not out overnight. There were two uh, two half chances. Both put down behind the stumps by Ollie Pope. We'll uh, talk about those. And that's pretty much it. I hope you've got no plans for Monday. Um, time for Story of the Day. Story of the Day. So, Harmy, when you're, uh, when you're lying in bed looking back at your career, what was the flattest pitch you ever ever bowled on? And was it as flat as this one? Um, Lahore was quite flat. I remember we talked to, talked to Trez, Marcus Shuskothic, on the following on just a couple of days ago, the third test in Lahore. I think I bowled 43 overs in that that innings, watching 
Yeah, Imam will hack Uncle, get 100, and I think Mama Yusuf got a double 100. And that was as flat as I've I've seen. Multan was flat, but you could see times in Multan in that first test match that um, it was starting to break up. This I'm talking about 2005, and I'm also, but we also had a certain somebody who could bowl you know, in excess of 90 plus mile an hour reverse swing. And that would show you back to us. Something else that Trez talked about. We should have won that first test match over there. So yeah, we know that these games go fast forward very quickly. There's end of day three, day four, um, and into day five with the pitch breaking up, taking a lot of spin and reverse swing, taking a little bit more effect in the game. But as I sit here right now, John, I don't see that happening. I really don't. And as well, you know, I've been in the game now for more than 20 years. And I don't see this pitch deteriorating enough for a ball. Or, this might be harsh, a bit harsh, but I don't see a spinner on, on show on either side who is going to you know, really take, you know, rip hold of this game. Um, and the one bowler that of note with you know ridiculous pace who can get the ball to reverse swing even close to what Shoy Bakhtar did to us all them years ago Harris Ralph he's gone off injured and I think he might be out for the rest of the test match so it doesn't bode well for a result and you mentioned not having much to do on on Monday I think you might have matchsticks in your eyes from 4.30 Monday morning all the way through till half 12 because I think we'll be here for the remainder of the five days of the game but Looking at the game as a whole, look, you got to be. I, I'm, I'm immensely proud of the way England have gone about their job. I really am. The biggest thing over here, going to Pakistan, is not having a calamity session and losing the series on that. And at this minute in time, he could have picked an extra fast bowler. Ben folks missing out. England have got a batsman, weak keeper. They could have picked an extra fast bowler. They've gone with the extra spinner. Won the toss and got on Bolford, because obviously I wasn't on following on last night. Um, and England are basically saying, right, how do we win this test match? We give ourselves the big, the most time we possibly can to take 20 wickets. And they've arguably got another three days to do that. So even though that Pakistan 181 for none, you know, yesterday, you know, I was sitting there yesterday when England had that ridiculous opening partnership. And I was saying to, you know, a few people that, I was with, I was saying, just be careful because over there it can go from 220 for none to 280 for four. Now England are going to be holding hope that can happen tomorrow morning, but taking 20 wickets, it could be a tall order that. Yeah, I mean, expertly surmised. It um, There was just a sinking feeling, wasn't there? Once Pakistan got to about 40 or 50, two chances in the whole day. I'm not mm. even sure that Ollie Pope did I'm not even sure there was a, it seems to be there was a first over after lunch and there was an edge behind by all hack, uh, which Pope put down. But actually, unless the umpire gave it out, um, I'm not yeah. sure it would have been out. And then that chance of Ollie Pope. His, I thought he clipped his pad. Yeah. And then Ollie Pope put down a really tough chance to his left. It died on him, came off the glove of uh, Shafiq. Again, I mean, I thought he did quite well to even get to it. So it's not as though... It's not as though there were chances of plenty. It's no, it, it really doesn't bode well. I tell you what, I'm going to read you something actually because I had a little look. Um, because of course this pitch, you know, I don't know if we we're talking. Oh, maybe I was talking to Jared about it, but 
listen to this. Raul Pindy pitch gets below average rating from ICC match referee. Um, the pitch did not offer an even contest between bat and ball. The pitch, essentially, this is a pitch at the same ground from a match in March. Mm. You know, so how on earth can they produce exactly the same pitch when they've just got docked? I mean, I don't know if they got docked demerit points, but essentially, like we were here six months ago, here we are again, exactly the same, and it's really worrying. Vish, um, who writes quick info, made a good point. He said, usually when a team racks up seven hundred, they've bowl, they've they've batted for the best part of two days, so the bowlers mm. have been running in for two days. So there's a there's a little bit more deterioration in the pitch where the bowlers have been running in. But because England have been going so fast, even that hasn't happened. So these Pakistanis are should be batting on a day three pitch. But of course, today we're batting on a day two pitch because England, you know, we're on fast forward for so long. Yeah, and it, it's, it's a great point. And I think in, in, as well as that, you look at the 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 pitch in March. You had Hazelwood, Stark, Cummins, um, Lyon. You had it was a proper bowling attack. It was one of the best bowling attacks that they're out there, and they looked, yeah, you know, they looked like the dog and duck second eleven when they were bowling on it. So it, you know, the, the, I heard Remy's Roger talking about a little bit earlier, and he's he was saying about um, it's we, we are a long way away from producing in this country producing pitches, yeah, you know, a good five day pitch. Um, that's not great. That's suppose, what you want to hear from, from, I suppose from so. the chairman's point of view. In mitigation, they haven't had to do it for, you know, 13 years, have they? I mean, where yeah. those, the test the test match grounds staff, they haven't existed for 13 years. They haven't had to produce a five-day test. Yeah, but, John, a pitch is a pitch. Is a pitch. It's, yeah, but there must, uh, be an, there must be an art to it. There must be more yeah, than but, just... Because we see a hell of a lot of them. And if they were, if it was so easy... We wouldn't be moaning about them quite as much as we. As we yeah, but to. I get that, and I and, and I do get that. But I also look at it the fact that you know a cricket pitch. It's, it's twenty two yards long with stumps on either end, and if you prepare it like you're preparing it for first class match, test match, or whatever, you have to give an even contest between bat and ball. And if it's if it means it's going to deteriorate, great. What do you? What is a good test pitch? Good test pitch is somewhat something very, very good to bat on on days one, two, and large proportion of day three, and slowly but surely deteriorating to get to a point on day five where the bowlers are more dominant than the batsmen. If you get that, you've got the perfect pitch. Now, I understand in certain climates around the world, you can't always have that. Um, And we might be sitting here on Monday and thinking, yes, it is deteriorated that much that the spin bowlers are in effect. You've also got to look at the quality on show, and I think you've got to take that in consideration. And I don't think the quality of the bowling is probably up to the standard of the quality of the batting. Um, England have got two 80-mile-an-hour seam bowlers. They've got a part, a part-time a part spin bowling unit. Um, and Jack Leach, who's not a massive turner of a cricket ball. Um, they've got they've got a spin bowler who's on debut, who's gone four for 235. So as much as you've got like the Nassim Shah and and who's very, very young. You've got Harris Ralph, who's got a bit of pace, but he's hardly played any first-class cricket. Um, so that doesn't help when it comes to the you know, the pitch being very sort of um, negative towards the, the, the bowling side as opposed to the batting side. But at the end of the day, 
there's nothing there's nothing in it there wasn't anything in that surface it didn't really turn it's never going to do anything off the and, and off the off the surface but also it was even when Stokes was banging the ball in the ball was just looping it, it there's no real pace in it and I'm, I'm amazed England got the runs that they got by playing the way they did so time will tell on whether the pitch is going to be marked down again if it wasn't, if it if it was the England's, if this was an England batting unit from eighteen months ago, I think we would have been having a lot more to say about the pitch than what we have. I think this pitch is getting away with a lot because of the fact that England scored over a runner ball, um, and they were ultra positive. If England batted where they, they were two years ago, England getting two hundred and eighty on day one, still batting, I tell you what, we would have been moaning like we'd not believe more than we are now about the surface. Yeah, there's uh, Rami's Raja uh, comments, the PCB chairman, uh, saying that uh, Pakistan living in the dark ages of pitch preparation. And he, he did kind of blame the fact that they haven't played test cricket for 10 years. But he says, it's embarrassing for us, especially when you have a cricketer as a chairman. Not a good advert for cricket. We're a better cricketing nation than that. And he's been speaking for about 18 months about poor pitches, mm. um, saying that he wants to bring drop-in pitches to Pakistan. But essentially... They can't afford it. Um, okay, well, look, there is uh, still uh, reasons to look back at the day. There were some uh, pretty uh, memorable moments, so uh, let's talk about one now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Moment of the day. So yesterday, myself and Jared Kimber, who are hosting the show, we were saying how unusual it is to have six fours in an over. Harry Brook hit uh, um, 
what was the uh, bowl? Shaquille for six fours. And, uh, you know, we weren't saying it was better than hitting six sixes, but it certainly was a quite curious thing to do. Um, and then today, you know, he didn't hit six boundaries in an over, but he did break his own record from yesterday. 27, not 24, is the highest number of runs scored by an English uh, cricketer in test cricket. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, it was... It was just good to see, wasn't it? He, he hit a three to the final ball. Looked like he was going to hit six boundaries again. But it was the other statistical quirk was the fact that he was his batting partner, Will Jacks, and him were batting together for not particularly long time. But they put on thirty nine for uh, what is it? The uh, the seventh wicket. Will Jacks on debut scored none. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been in that position many times before. John, um, where you put on a decent-sized partnership and you sometimes don't even get a run until you're on. We're talking about Trez a little bit earlier, but what a talent. What a talent this boy is. We've said many times throughout the summer, um, he hasn't gotten the game time because of how well um, England have played. Well, I was going to say to you, how do you get Johnny Besto back in this side? That's what I mean. You're sitting on this, you're sitting on this, this, this ridiculous talent that we all seen at the start of the summer. You know, we all knew that Harry Brook was going to be, uh, once he once he got the runs he got for Yorkshire at the start of the summer, you're thinking, right, we've got to fit him in. How do we get to fit, in it, fit him in? And when people were having a go at me and saying, you've got something against Ben Folks. You don't like Ben Folks. You, want, you don't want Ben Folks in your team because all you were banged on about was Johnny, Brook, Johnny Bairstow at seven and Harry Brook at five. And this is the reason why I wanted Harry Brook at five because I knew the, I knew how talented the boy was, and that's why I had nothing against Ben Folks. Not one. I've got no agenda or anything against Ben Folks. I just looked at that side and thought, can I get Besto keeping wicket and this this boy in the team? Because I, when I watched him for the first time, I seen him. It was like the Ian Bell moment where you've got we've got a player. We've got to play him. We've got to give him exposure because he is that good. Um, and he showed in this in this series, he's got touch. He's got he has got power for a little lad, a lad who's not you know not muscle bound like like a, a Stokes or anything like that. But his timing's unbelievable. Areas that he hits the ball in, and his ability to to sort of understand where the game situation is at shows you why why a lot of people have been desperate for him to get in. Where do you get Jenny Besto in the team? That's a good question, but it's a great it's a great selection dilemma to have if you're Stokes and if you're if you're Root. And I do I, I was watching that that little partnership when Jacks came in. I couldn't stop laughing. It reminded me going back to talking about Trez, who was on our, our, our following on the other day when it was it was great bit of commentary by the late great Bob Willis when we were in South Africa. Me and Trez had put fifty on, and Bob Willis is looking at me. Obviously, he's looking at the the screen and it's a great 50 partnership from Harmison and Triscothic and my name at the bottom of the screen had Harmison not not out. We put 50 on a Johannesburg and I got not. I'm high-fiving, punching gloves, Trevor's as to say, yes, I've got another 50 partnership with a top order batsman. I think I faced two balls. Um, but it, again, another bit of brilliance by Stokes and McCollum to seize the moment of selection and telling these kids to go and play freedom, freedom cricket. Um, and Brook is definitely he's definitely embracing that. Jacks again looked positive. You had good signs. Fleet batted lovely. I really did. 
took him a little bit to get going in the context of the way everybody else was playing. I think he had something like 18 off 20 balls, which was really slow considering you know the way the game was where the team was going. Um and his bowling, I quite like I quite liked his bowling. I know Anasa and commentary, and he, he he probably did bowl a bit slower, but he was he was probably bowling an English way and an English had a, an English type where he was going. He, he if he learns as quick as he does when he's when he was batting, um he'll, he'll probably have a word with Gene Patel overnight, come back and bowl that little bit quicker in the morning. But the loop he's got over the top, I quite enjoyed. I quite enjoyed his action. Um, and it's uh, less can go wrong. So, uh, out of adversity of the the bug and the illness that Jax is going to get, he's got his debut, which is great. Um, but I don't think he's going to be a one cap wonder. I think this boy's got, I think he's got something about him where I think he might play a lot of cricket for England. What is going to happen tomorrow? Okay, homie. What is going to happen tomorrow? And how many overs are we going to see of Ben Stokes bowling that enforcer length, which uh, had you so concerned during the English summer? Well, what's going to happen tomorrow? I, I think we could be talking about a very, very similar thing, which is two players going on to get big hundreds, possibly one more going on to get a big hundred. Um, the good thing from a Pakistan point of view is that Babrazam hasn't had to bat with the carnage he had to entail in the first innings as a captain. His brain must have been all over the place last night, going to bed after the way England just sort of decimated the Pakistan bowlers. So he's now got a bit of time to sort of calm himself, which I'm sure England's game plan would have been, right, can we get Baber in while he's, you know, while he's, you know, his mind's going sort of at a thousand mile an hour because of, of what we've just put on him. Um, so that worries me a little bit that he has another good night's sleep and he comes back and ready to bat on a benign wicket. So I can see another big score. I can see Pakistan getting 550, 600. This game turned into a boring draw. Um, and there's nothing in this surface that's saying to me there's going to be able to get 20 wickets. Um, England's bowling. Pakistan's batting. Um you look at the experience of Azhar Ali and, and, and Babra Zam to come in next, it wouldn't surprise me if we get eight or nine centurions in this game um, and the pitch gets, you know, demerit points put down, whatever you want to say. But Stokes, that said it from the very start of the, the tour being being talked about and boss coming on this tour, it worries me that we could you could end Ben Stokes doing this. It really does. And I will always say it. And I've I've said this to him. Um, and I'll not shy away from saying it more and more that we can't keep on flat pitches going to the same person to go down the bathroom ram route because at some point we're gonna break him. We can't break him. It's not it is it would be a complete and utter catastrophe if we break Ben Stokes while bowling these these bouncers, because look at the way we are playing as a team. He is so important to us. So if you want to pick somebody to bowl bouncers, I know he wasn't fit for this game, but if you're going to pick somebody to bowl bouncers, you've got to pick Jeremy Overton because we can't we can't ask Ben Stokes to bowl 20 overs of that. And if we're going to be in the field for over 130, 140 overs more, you're looking at Stokes bowling 20 overs. 
if he's going to bowl 20 overs of bouncers, he's superhuman, I know, but it does worry me. It really does. Well, you've heard it uh, before, and unfortunately, I think we're going to hear it again. Uh, listen, if there is, uh, if Pakistan are 500 odd for six tomorrow, I, I think we just call it a day. Maybe we'll be back on Sunday. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, thanks, Harmy, for your time. Enjoy your day. And uh, I hope you enjoy listening to this. The following on podcast from TalkSport. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 